things I was counting on when I went over for the first time and the second time was the universal language of a smile. I thought, I won't be able to talk to anybody that can't speak English, so I'll just smile a lot. That worked really, really well. But when we began to uh, have conversations uh, with them and kind of share the language a little bit and learn, uh, they were putting effort, some of them who did not know much English were putting effort into learning English, and some of us had really enriching to learn some German, and, and the two of you can piece together with some charades um, a conversation, which is a lot of fun. But when you sing together, <clears throat> you get a little taste of heaven, you know. You get a little taste of heaven. Uh, there's something special about that because uh, you begin to endear each other, uh, endear yourselves to each other, uh, because we know that someday we're going to be singing the same language together in heaven with one voice, a new song, and we'll all sing that song. Maybe we'll sing it in our, in our native tongue, um, but I think it's going to be a new song, and we're all going to be able to understand it in the language of the Lord. We're going to have a new body. Maybe we'll have a new language. But those are some of the wonders I have about heaven, what that's going to be like. Um, there's, there's a couple places in the book of Revelation uh, that talk about the all-encompassing nature of, of the makeup of the people of heaven. There's actually four places, but there's, a, there's some dichotomy between the, between the first two places. One is in chapter 1, and that is where every eye shall see him from uh, people from every tribe on the earth. Everyone will, we know from one of Paul's letters, will bow the knee before him. Every eye will see him, people from every tribe, and, and the whole earth shall mourn. So on a, on a sobering note, there will be people representing nations of all the world that when Jesus returns, they'll mourn. They'll say, oh no. It was true, or this is him, or something humbling like that. Um, and then over in chapter 5, those who are in heaven are shown to be singing the 24 elders, the living creatures, were singing a song representing every tribe, every nation, every people, every language under heaven. And they're going to sing a new song. And they're going to say, You are worthy, O Lamb, to take the scroll, the scroll that was sealed shut. You are worthy to take the scroll, to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. They sang that song. There'll be a time that we can look forward to. This is hard work here. This is harder. But there will be a time where we can look forward to singing together a song that either all of us will be singing in a universal language, or all of us will know whatever language we're singing it in, we'll all know it, but 
sound of it will uh, resonate as we look upon those from all the nations represented in heaven. That's, that's going to be one of the most special things about heaven. Is, is singing praises in the presence of God, to God, with the Lord Jesus Christ there, and the Spirit of God there, and the angels, and we'll be there in the midst sharing in that glory. I could probably sing for a long time in a setting like that. So that's something we have to look forward to, church, and I want to encourage everyone to understand the, the very special nature of the mission work that's going on, the source of encouragement that they are to us, but also that we are to them in a more isolated place, fewer people, one-twelfth of our number, just not even a full pew here, perhaps a, a row tonight, this many people, maybe 30, not quite even one, and how important it is for them to be able to fellowship, not just with other Christians, but Christians from another tongue, from another nation, and we get a glimpse of heaven that way. So I, I appreciate you sharing uh, the thought of doing this, Alan, and then um, sharing, sharing the songs with us. I hope you all understand the special nature of, of mission work and, and how at the very most basic level, wherever you go, whatever you're doing on the mission, the source of encouragement that we get from being with Christians from other nations in particular or other places. And uh, let's long for this. This, this, is, this, is, this is the party, if you will. After we have, as I mentioned this morning at the Lord's Supper, carried the cross through life and experienced death every day, death to self, also those who are haters of God and the things that they hurl upon us, there will be a day that we are looking forward to where that, that all comes to an end and we can just, just have joy and we won't have watches on and we won't have to worry about going, going back to work tomorrow and we won't have to worry about all the stressful things that are going on and the brokenness in our lives and, and all these things. Just be able to, to sing praises to God. Let's have a prayer together. And uh, I want to pray for anyone tonight who wants to be a part of that, to have the courage to make that known tonight. Now, traditionally, we invite people to come forward. That would be wonderful. We could pray with you together right here tonight to, to help lead you on your way to Christ, or if you're one who knows what you must do to become a Christian, and, and by faith, putting your trust in Jesus Christ, turning from your sin, being baptized into Christ, nothing else that we would rather do tonight than to help you to become a Christian. I want to pray for you if you're, if you're at that point to make that decision. And for all of us to set our sights on things above and to live our lives here in light of that. To have that worldview, which I've recently heard and researched by the Barna Institute, that of, of that 80% of Americans that believe in God and, and maybe 
40-some percent actually go to church every week, that 10% actually hold a biblical worldview, that is, they understand this to be true, and they make their decisions and base their life upon it. 10% of the Christian population actually holds on to this, lifts it up as their, as their life's goal to sing with people from all nations and tribes and tongues in the presence of God. Make that, make that your goal for life. Make that your mission for yourself and for, for all those around you. That's what life is all about. That's what it's all about. So let's pray together. And uh, if the Lord uh, stirs your heart to respond to the gospel, you can do that at the close of the prayer. Our Father in heaven, how sweet it is to realize that there are people all over the world worshiping you even this day. Some in places that uh, Sunday has already come to pass and they're into Monday. And they've worshiped and they're, they're full of joy because of their communion with you on this Lord's Day and we are too. Father, I want to pray that you would embolden those who for whatever reason are hindered tonight from obeying the truth or for those Christians who need to trust you and believe that the day is coming, that they need to be ready, we all need to be ready to be called up and to meet Christ in the air and to have him be able to recognize us as his own, to confess us before the Father, before your face, to confess us by name, that that we are yours. That's, that's what we want everyone in the room to be able to do. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for reaching down to us uh, from high above and making yourself known, the beauty of your, of your holiness known by your presence. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.